When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined in the studio by Ali Moreno, Stevie Nichol, and Shaka, back what? from holidays. What? Uh, will be joining us in a moment, but we kick things off in La Liga, where after all the excitement and drama of Real Madrid's comeback against Liverpool, goodness me, this is a massive hangover for Carlo Ancelotti's side. They were very poor in a 1-1 draw against Atletico Madrid. It would be Atleti who would take the lead despite being down to 10 men. Jimenez to the header late on to make it 1-0. Then Alvaro coming off the bench, the youngster getting the equaliser. But in the end, it is without a doubt two points dropped for Ancelotti's team. Meaning, if Barcelona then win on Sunday, they will be 10 points clear at the top of the table. Get ready now for an exciting interview with Antonio Rudiger. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're here with Rudiger. Uh, where's the... Um... The, the feeling after a game so intense and uh, a score that maybe is not what you expected? No, disappointment, of course, because uh, we dropped massive points. So, yeah, disappointment. Uh, what happened today? I mean, the, the first half was uh, not many chances. It was like a struggle in, in the midfield, not very uh, clear and, and deep team. How did you feel? No, I think uh, we lacked. I think we lacked intensity. Uh, I think we made it comfortable for them because we played slow uh, and I think that got into their cards. But uh, I think in the second half with one, with one uh, man more, I think uh, we didn't create enough. Why is that? Good question. It has to do with, uh, with, with the amount of games that Real Madrid is having lately with a lot of effort that you had in Champions League night mid-season, mid-week? No, because uh, we are all used to this. We are all used to the schedules, so we shouldn't look for alibis. Uh, what happened in, 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 with Angel Correa in, in his uh, red card in the, the second half? The picture speaks for themselves. Uh, Rudiger, because of the score you had tonight, uh, how far is uh, the, the battle for, for La Liga right now for you? No, like as I said before, we dropped massive points, and uh, like this, it gets diff it's getting more and more difficult. And uh, yeah, it's only us to blame for this. Thank you very much. Fair play to my nine side there. Antonio Rudiger doing his best Craig Burley impression when oh. he's one of those moods. Uh, Luis Garcia joins us. Right, Luis, how can Real Madrid be so scintillating, so brilliant, so exciting in that second half at Anfield, and then put in that sort of show today? Yes, really uh, curious and very good question, like Rudy will say, but definitely it's something that Ancelotti must uh, continue working on because it's not the first time that we've seen a fantastic game from, or at least 45 fantastic games from the Real Madrid side, and suddenly uh, a game that it looks like they don't care, that they are not ready for battle to put a, a good intensity performance. 
or the, they just are waiting to maybe concede two goals to make the reaction because that's the way that Real Madrid looks like it, it only works with. Uh, they could manage to maybe create something or, or score more goals or at least try while uh, they were uh, ahead uh, with one more in the first 45 minutes trying to bring the intensity. But it's only when they look back on the score sheet when they start making that kind of reaction and start playing better. That's the way that Real Madrid has been playing so far during the whole season. Very flat, very predictable. And only when they see that they are going to lose or drop points is when they react and they start playing better. Today, it wasn't, uh, there was no enough time, so they managed to get a, a good point, actually a very good point, because I thought that when they receive uh, that goal, uh, the way that Simeone likes to manage these kind of moments, it will be very difficult to get something from it. We give Real Madrid so much credit, we mm. say, when they hear the Champions League music, it mm. inspires them. But on the other side of that, mm -hmm. it's embarrassing, isn't it, a little, to see these sort of performances when you know what this team is capable of, when they're up for it. So when we think of Real Madrid's best, which was in full display in the second half against Liverpool, that's how we evaluate the team. And that's the expectation that they generate. But for those of us that have been watching Real Madrid every weekend in La Liga this season, we would know full well that what we saw in the 45 minutes, second 45 minutes against Liverpool is not the usual version of Real Madrid. That's their best. That's the ceiling for them. We're more likely to see performances like we saw today or closer to what we saw today in La Liga. It's what we have been seeing week in and week out. The surprising part for me is it's one thing if you turn out and play like this against a team that you may not be interested in. Mm -hmm. Osasuna, Mallorca, Elche, Valladolid. And the list goes on because that list is, is long for Real Madrid. Or the teams that they just kind of overlook or are not threatened by. Atletico Madrid, you would have thought, would have brought the best of Real Madrid, at least in terms of intensity, in terms of urgency, in terms of speed of play, because it is Atletico Madrid. And it wasn't the case. That, I think, is concerning. That, I think, is surprising. I, I could excuse away if you're thinking about, well, you know what, we don't really care or bother or we're, we're not interested in playing against these mid-table teams. Mm -hmm. But Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid doesn't get your attention, then what does? If it is just then about Champions League, then okay, then concentrate and focus on Champions League. But let's not pretend that you're part of this race if this is the sort of performances that you're going to put on in el derby against Atletico Madrid at home, Santiago Bernabeu. All the emotions that go into it, there was no emotion from Real Madrid today. Uh, OK, let's talk about uh, the sending off, shall we? To kick things off mm. regarding what happened on the pitch. Rudiger said the pictures say it all. Do they, Luis? Was that enough to get a red card? I think in a game like this one, you have to consider a lot of things. Uh, apart from, yeah, there is an elbow there, there is a reaction, there is a... a uh, yes, a violent conduct from uh, Correa, but I think that the best way that Manzano is looking straight to uh, the, what is happening. Even though there is a lot of players around, I don't know how he was so focused because on the footage we can see that he's looking straight to the, the couple that is already battling. So he could have go before, play the whistle and say, listen guys, stop doing whatever you're doing. 
and keep going. But in the moment that he saw the elbow for Correa, he went straight to red card, didn't wait for a VAR or something happening. He had it so clear. So at the end, interpretation about a violent conduct, uh, uh, an elbow thrown by Correa to Rudiger, there is no way then uh, to, to uh, disagree with him. And yeah, it's a good call. But I think that in these kind of, uh, of games, you should kind of control a little bit earlier what is happening and, <clears throat> excuse me, try to not leave one of the, uh, the teams without one man because uh, it's, it's, it's totally a different uh, uh, um, different show and everybody wants to put a good show when, when two massive teams are going to play against each other. I think the clear point here, and I think that the, the, the thing that makes a difference is that Jesus Gil Manzano, as he was explaining his decision to the other players from Atletico Madrid that were obviously complaining, he just he kept going back to this motion of, ah, there's a full elbow. And, and he kept showing the players from Atletico Madrid, look, he has swung the elbow, he has made the contact, Rudiger has sold this call. And for those of us that participate in the diving camp, this is beautiful for Antonio Rudiger. So from that perspective, Antonio Rudiger knows exactly what he's doing, understands full well the situation, and says, you know what, I'm going to sell this. Because there has been a swinging elbow. And once there is a swinging elbow, Angel Correa has opened a window of opportunity for the referee to make a call. Gil Manzano has seen it very clearly. He's made a motion. It's a swinging elbow. At that point, there's no other recourse other than say, here's your red card, take care, good night. Luis, do you have a problem with Rudiger going, Rudiger going down in that manner? Yeah, it's not the way that we see normally. They are the, the, the strikers who are called uh, divers or that we pretend and it's been so on because uh, they, they are been telling to uh, Vinicius Junior to don't fall or don't dive. And when you see um, a guy that is 190 received like that and going like a, a, a kid on the floor, it's not what we want to see on football. But I understand that football is like this. If you can manage that the referee see that and pretend to, to see that I've, I felt uh, a massive elbow. That's the way the football works, so I'm not going to go against that. But definitely, it's not what we want to see on the game. Uh, we thought maybe then that sending off would kick Real Madrid into life. Aha! Uh -huh. It didn't. Nope. Atleti would be the team then who would, who would take the lead. And this is a really good header, isn't it? It is a good header from Jose Maria Jimenez, who, by the way, is on the field because of the injury to Reinildo. And the injury to Reinildo uh, did not look good. No, it no, looked like, saying, I think they're saying it's an ACL. Yeah, and that, that obviously awful news for him, but awful news for Atletico Madrid because he had been excellent for them. Jose Maria Jimenez with a running start. And, and what I'll say when... When you see this sort of contact and you see how high Jose Maria Jimenez gets, the obvious thing is where are the defenders? Jose Maria Jimenez is attacking the ball. Everybody else from Real Madrid is flat-footed. And by the time they're trying to react, it's too late. It's a great header off the post and in. And at that point, you thought, mm, I don't know, Real Madrid, because they hadn't been creating any sort of chances. No. And it didn't feel like this was going to be the night for magic coming from Real Madrid because we hadn't seen any magic, certainly up until that point. But the magic came from a source that we were not expecting. No, it was a gamble from Carlo Ancelotti. Bring on young Alvaro, who's impressed so much, obviously, in the youth setup at Real Madrid. Very different stage, of course, to perform, but he did. And this is a really good finish as well, Luis, isn't it?
No, it's fantastic. Once again, it's exactly the same like for the defense of Real Madrid, the defense for Atletico Madrid, where the people is trying to stop that kid to jump clearly without anybody and not no under pressure, not at all, no marking on a young kid that is very good in the air. He proved it. Uh, it was managed to, to, to be in that defense for Real Madrid. And once you arrive there, uh, it's a fantastic jump, beautiful header, and a fantastic goal for a young kid. But definitely, I think it's a poor defending from Atletico Madrid that allowed the young lad to arrive in that spot without any mark or any disruptions. So, 1-1, two points dropped. It's mm. got to be said for Carlo Ancelotti's side. As we mentioned, Barcelona in action on Sunday. They win that game. They are 10 points clear. It's done. It's done, isn't it, Luis? For me, it's almost done. I think that if Barcelona managed to, to get those 10 points ahead, those 10 points gap, I think it's going to be done. Yeah, I understand that there's a lot of things to happen, but for Real Madrid, it will be more about focusing on what is going to happen in Champions League, what is going to happen at the Clásico in the, in the Copa del Rey, and maybe focusing on, the, on those competitions because trying to reach Barcelona, trying to close that gap means that Barcelona needs to, to, to fail in four games, something that it knows looks like is going to happen in La Liga, and change the whole momentum. Um, it could happen if it's three, four points, but 10 points, I think it will be just too much. Coupled with the fact that Real Madrid have to win out, you know, mm -hmm. and they're not going to do that. Right, so Real Madrid has to be perfect, yeah. right? And based on the evidence presented to us by Real Madrid every single weekend, is that something that we think this team, are they capable? Yes. Are they going to do it? No. So, I was asked this question earlier, and I said 95%. Right, it's quite high. I'm going to revise I'm going to redact it. Oh, I know where this is going. You think so? I think it's 100, isn't it? If Barcelona beats Almeria and creates this 10-point gap, 100% wow. Barcelona win this title. <laughs> I just don't think that there is any way, realistically, for Real Madrid to come back because they haven't shown that they can be a team consistently trustworthy in La Liga this season. But keep watching La Liga, obviously, though. So maybe it's not over. <laughs> Maybe there's a chance. <laughs> we'll say thank you very much to Luis Garcia. And on that 95 note, we'll say, we'll say thank you very much. <laughs> Ali, that's it. You're done for the day. Hey, hey. Hey, wow about that. Brilliant. <laughs> so okay. the action continues. It's 50-50. Barca away against Almeria. All to play for in that game. Uh, that's one of four matches live on ESPN+. And the aforementioned Classicos and three of them coming up in a month's span. It all starts on Thursday, the first leg of that Copa del Rey semi-final at the Santiago Bernabeu. And then it's that Liga tie at the camp now on Sunday, uh, March the 19th. And then on April the 5th, it's the second leg of that Copa del Rey semi-final. All those matches available on ESPN+. Uh, plenty of reactions to not only what happened in Spain, but Germany and England as well are over on our YouTube page. Be sure to go and check that out. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, look who's here. Stevie Nicol and back from his very extensive holiday. Why are you so surprised I'm back? Shaka. Well, 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 <laughs> I was supposed to be back like two weeks ago. Yeah. No, 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 I left two weeks, I left, well, I left well, ten days ago. Yeah. Just yeah. about ten days ago. Nice trip. Very nice, thank you. Um, well, I'm very relaxing. Oh, yes, yeah, very, yes. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you've been focusing a lot on what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Arsenal are still doing well, by the way. Are they? Uh, Shaka, yes. Uh, they beat Leicester City on Saturday by one goal to nil. Martinelli scoring the only goal of the game just into the second half. Well, let's welcome in more on this, shall we? Don Hutchinson and uh, Frank LeBeouf. Don, again, Arsenal getting it done. They weren't sensational today, but they get the victory. Yeah, a couple of away games that have ticked off, Dan. They beat Villa last week 4-2. Uh, then on the road to Leicester, who have been improving over the weeks. Um, but this was, this was a, a, a win, I think, built on character. Like you said, it wasn't the best performance. They were good, don't get me wrong. Um, but second half, they had to dig it out. With 10 minutes to go, Leicester had a mini sort of push at the end. So, you know, Mikel Arteta made defensive changes. But I was more impressed, I think, with the attitude and the willingness to dig out a result on the road. Now they've got two home games on the spin, potentially, they can stick a lot of points on the board. It's a nice way of describing, actually, Stevie, ticking off another game. Yeah, and when you're top of the league and you're winning games, I can assure you they come and go really quickly. It's a fantastic place to be. And, and again, we're beginning to, or certainly I'm beginning to say it week in and week out. It's, that's the performance of a championship team. Yeah. Because... No matter how good a team you are at your best, you can't be like that every single time you step on the field. But what you can do is, when you're not at your best, at least be better than the opposition. And they were. They were there's no question that the best team won this game. Uh, and the fact that Leicester never had a shot at goal tells you 
that if Arsenal are not at their best, then they can stop the opposition from being at their best. So, every way, which way you want to look at it pretty much, it's a great performance from, from Arsenal. Very much so, Shaq. And, and, and again, it's just leading us down this path to yeah. Arsenal going all the way. Yeah, I, I listen, I, I thought it was a really good performance from Arsenal, even though it was only 1-0, even though it took them as, as long as they did to get that first official shot on target. Trossard's ruled out, obviously. I thought their football was, was very good indeed. I, against a Leicester team who started the season so poorly, but have been very good of late, and yet you minimise Leicester at home to one shot off target um, speaks a lot about, about Arsenal. And getting the job done. And, and though it was a narrow margin, though it was 1-0, I, I thought a lot of Arsenal's football was very good indeed and, and they were fully deserving of the three points. And we saw some changes as well. Frank, obviously, Trossard coming in and Ketty on the bench. No Thomas Partey in the starting 11. And that's something that Arteta will be hoping to achieve more even without his starting 11 with his first choice starting 11 still getting the result. Yes, yeah, that, and that's a very good thing for him because he knows that the, the season is still long and he will, need, he will need to change the players, even if he doesn't have a, a, a big depth of, uh, in, on the bench. But he does well, Trossard does the job and uh, almost scored a fantastic goal. Mm. And uh, they all work well. Even Martinelli, if, if the only one who scored, in fact, was maybe not the best today from everybody, I, I love, you know, the fact... As Don said, the mentality of the players that they have, the fact that they're very compact all together, very mature. There was a lack of efficiency, of course, in the first half, but they kept on working. They work together. They're very narrow in between lines. You know, I mean, in the middle of the park, even without party, you can feel that you have players with experience, will give their best. They know how to work together. And at the back, again, Saliba. Oh my God, oh my God, the guy, he seems to be like Van Dyke like three or four years ago, that you can't take him on. And that's, that's unbelievable, because when you have a defender like that, you know that you are so strong that you can try something in the middle of the park. The guy was going to recover if you make a mistake. And at front, I know Gabriel Jesus is about to come back, you have Enkitia, Enkitia, uh, sorry, and you have, you have Martin Lee on the, le on the left side, possibly... Trossa in the middle, and, and of course, the wonderful Saka. I mean, this is a team, of course, who can win the, the Premier League, for sure. I don't think so. Much else. Let's talk about this. We talked through the Saka penalty. Saka said it was definitely a penalty. Don, where do you stand? 100% a penalty. Um, you, you see, when Harry Suter was, was running across to try and mark him, Harry Suter actually stubs his own toe into the ground and then catches Saka in the back of the Achilles. Now, you can look at it from two points of view. It was accidental, but that's not in the law book anymore. It's a definite foul. He has got his hands around Saka's waist. I thought that was him sort of bracing himself for the foul. But you can see he certainly takes him out. He was getting on the end of the cross. Um, I'm surprised VAR didn't help Craig Porson on that one because, in my humble opinion, I thought that was a pen. In Don's humble opinion. Humble. Um, uh, let's go to someone who's never had a humble opinion in his life, Frank Penalty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And I'm going to carry on, on that, you know, because uh, that's my, 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 my uh, the, the, the one I'm, um, is how I was made in fight. You know what? I wanted to go with Shaka because it's the one I makes my favorite. So it's why I want to go and oh. follow Shaka all the time. Uh, because I think it was accidental. But I had to look also of where the ball was when Saka was, uh, was, uh, was um, accidentally uh, tripped. And he, he had a possibility to get the ball. So even if it's accidental, even if it's, if it's not on purpose, there is a real trip. So for me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Shaka. It's, it's a penalty.
I'll forgive you this once, Frank. Oh, yeah? Just and, once. And then that's it. Uh, so, Thank the pressure you. then on Manchester City to get a victory against Bournemouth. They, they were way on the south coast. And they got it done. This game was done pretty much in the, in the first half. Uh, City dominating things right from the start. Alvarez, Haaland, uh, Foden, uh, Foden getting on the score sheet and own goal as well. Added to a 4-1 victory. What that means... Two points then separate Arsenal and City still at the top of the table. Arsenal, of course, with that game in hand. Uh, Don, much better from City today. Yeah, to be honest, Dan, I was on the show last week and I thought they were magnificent against Forest. I mean, they, they play the way they did last week and they win nine times out of ten. So I thought they took that performance into the game today and they blew Bournemouth away. This time they took their chances. They could have beat Forest by five, six or seven last week and they scored the vital goals at the right time. And all of a sudden, you, you, you take the game completely away from Bournemouth. I thought one of the most noticeable things today, Dan, because Haaland's always on the, on the lips of everyone in terms of how many touches and how many goals and how good he is, but sometimes they can't find him. I, I thought today, I thought they found him a lot more. I thought they were looking forward a lot quicker. Um, he gets his goal. He can't really miss on his left side. He's not missing from there. But I think when you dig a little bit deeper, they got him more involved in the game, which can only be a good thing. Foden as well, Shaka, given the chance today, and he took it. He was excellent. I thought Foden, I thought Foden played really well um, and, and could, could have had more to his name. There were a couple of times where he was ghosting in back, uh, back post and, and a little bit ignored. I, I thought his energy, his running was, was simply outstanding. This is City at their best. The caveat to that being, this is against Bournemouth. Unless yeah. um, if you can't produce a performance like this, you, you're not going to be anywhere near the top of the table. So City get the job done, as you would expect. Bournemouth, Bournemouth poor, as you would expect. You, you take the positives from it with, with that, that two-pronged attack, with Foden being as bright as he was. And again, you, you take those three points, you keep the pressure on, on, on Arsenal at the top of the table. A good response, given that you're playing after Arsenal. Um, other than that, Normal service resume. Yeah, it's difficult to add too much to that, Stevie. Correct. Okay, good. That's all right. <laughs> Frank, would you like to add anything? <laughs> no, I think uh, it was very nice to see Ake uh, coming out the last 10 minutes. I think uh, Guardiola made uh, clear that he wanted him to uh, Ake to get uh, you know credits, tributes from uh, from the fans. I love that. Otherwise, I have to say, good game from Manchester City, poor game from Bournemouth. Boring game to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. But, oh, well, if that was, <laughs> Liverpool went, hold my beer. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. I was on the edge of my seat. Oh. Uh, Palace nil, Liverpool nil, and it's not one of those. You can say, oh, it was an exciting goalless draw. Uh, it was anything but Liverpool, the better of the two teams. Uh, however, unable to get it done. Both teams, of course, hit the woodwork. Stevie, it's not a defeat, I suppose. If a clean sheet away from home, uh, absolutely yeah, oh, yes. fantastic. Having lost, well done. Having lost five the last time out to keep a clean sheet. Yes. The defensive coach will be very, very pleased, I would expect. <laughs> right. However, I think the attacking coach, on the other hand, will not be very happy uh, because they were. What's the word? Careful. Lame. <laughs> okay. I mean, Salah hit the crossbar. Uh, can I bring up the Gagpo one? You can do whatever you want, Stevie. I, I had a problem with this. This is the, this is the only talking point from the game, as right. far as I'm concerned. Right. So Gagpo gets played through by Salah. Yes. Right? Yes. Takes a shot, goes out, just the goalkeeper to beat, it goes out and it's a goal kick. Right. 
But the goalkeeper takes Gakpo out. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we what? sat here, we sat here and argued about Edison against Arsenal getting a penalty against them because he, because he his momentum hit Saka, right? Even though the ball was cleared off the line. Right. So can somebody explain to me the difference? Right. When Gakpo goes through, tries to put it past the keeper, keeper doesn't touch the ball, but the keeper gets him. What's the difference in the two situations? Can somebody explain it to me? Uh, Don, did you think that was a penalty? No, Stevie's clutching. Explain, I, I'm not clutching, right? <laughs> I, I, said, I said I didn't think the Edison one should have been a penalty, and I don't think this should be a penalty. But every man and his dog said it was a penalty on Edison. So please explain to me what the difference is between the two. I'll tell you what it was, Steve. I, I didn't think it was a penalty. I thought Gakpo should have got his shot away a lot quicker, and then I think it's a coming together. But I don't know how you saw the game, but this game felt to me like this was worse than the Real Madrid game. It was bits I could take out the Real Madrid game. I couldn't kill. That's a bit of game. What about the penalty? <laughs> it wasn't the penalty. It wasn't the pen, you clutching. No, it wasn't the pen. But how's that coming together <laughs> when one player, one player is, uh, is hit by the goalkeeper because of his momentum, which is exactly why the argument was that Edison gave a penalty away, because his momentum took Saka out. I'm asking you the difference. What is the difference? Because I, I can't see I, any. I, I didn't think it was a pen. Honestly, I didn't. Oh, it doesn't matter. Forget it. Move on. Dan. Go on, Frank. I think... I think, I think first, I think uh, Gakpo was, an, well, was barely touched, and touched by the goalkeeper. And I think the goalkeeper touched the ball. For me, it was a corner kick. I think the referee made a mistake, uh, but he should have given a corner kick for, for Liverpool. But really, if you give a penalty for that, Steve, that's the end of the world. I mean, it's, uh, the guy missed the shot, jumps... Um, and knows that he tr he, the only thing he can try is to get a foul because he, he, he badly missed uh, a goal. That's the only thing. But I don't think the goalkeeper touched him. Did that, did that, did, did my, was my explanation not good? I just like nobody's, your face. Nobody's, your... Asked, nobody's <laughs> answered the question. I never said that Gakpo no, should have had a penalty. Oh, I'm so, I... Frank, I never said Gakpo should have, should have gotten a penalty. My, my oh. question is, okay, explain, so... me, explain to me... Why both goalkeepers' momentum takes hits both forwards going through. One gets a penalty and one doesn't. That's the bit I don't understand. Oh, you don't know uh, the, the answer? The answer, we all know that. Referees don't understand anything in football. It's not the same rules for every, every referee in the world, and especially for people in the VAR. We all know that every That's Sunday we wrong. see different know. decisions for same situation. I agree with you. On that, I totally agree with you that every week we can compare different decisions on same actions. I agree. For that, I give you, I give you the point. No okay, um, let's go back to Don's point that he was made before Stevie got angry. Uh, you felt this was a worse <laughs> result than the Real Madrid one. Why? I did because watching the Real Madrid game, Dan, there was bits like I was watching that game where I thought for half an hour, I thought the intensity was there. I thought they played really well. They looked up for it. Today, it was just flat. And as Stevie said... I can't remember watching the Liverpool side that give the ball away so much. <clears throat> so it was one of them where you're just watching the game and it's like, give the ball away, can't create any chances. Defensively, really weak. I thought Matip looked on edge. I thought Trent's defending and they could have went 1-0 down when Trent's back pass wasn't, you know, completed. I just thought they were waiting to be beaten. Cal Palace are a poor side in the Premier League. 
they're one of the poorest sides that Liverpool will face for quite a while. And I didn't really take anything from the game. It was just, if you're clutching, you can say, like Stevie said, you know, a point on the road, clean sheet. But the performance levels was, I thought, way down on the Real Madrid game. Uh, Liverpool's aspirations, of course, to qualify for the top four. That is looking very questionable, isn't it? Uh, now more drop points, uh, giving those with aspirations to qualify for the Champions League. Uh, a bit of a head start. Some of them, of course, are in action tomorrow. Uh, meanwhile, at the bottom of the table, of course, a massive victory for Leeds today. Beating Southampton <coughs> by one goal to nil. Elsewhere, Everton, of course, losing at home against Villa. Bournemouth, Bournemouth as you mentioned, thrashed by City. Saints sit rock bottom. Uh, there was a lot of negativity around Leeds and what they could achieve and whether or not they can get out of the relegation zone. Uh, leading into this week, Stevie, a big statement from them. Any victory, regardless of who the opposition is, when you're in the, when you're in the relegation zone is a big statement. Uh, and, it, and it gives every single person, fans, boardroom, every single person gets a lift. Unfortunately, they have to put this aside and then step on the field again and try and get another result like this. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that the goalkeeper? Shaka, can yeah. I say something about the Yeah. Shaka, say something about the goalkeeper, please. And if you're lucky, you play against the Tell goalie like that every it. week. Shaka? He was unsighted. Ah, he saw it late. Defender took a very bad position and yeah. he was unsighted and reacted late, Dan. Uh, obviously a big win for oh, West yes. Ham. Yes. Winning uh, 4-0, <laughs> David Moyes off the hook again. Yeah, uh, uh, listen, it, it was huge, especially given, given the scoreline from a, a West Ham team who, surprisingly, with the addition of Skamaka, alongside Michael Antonio, have struggled to score goals. But yet, all of a sudden, it comes together all at once. You get four. Um, I, that, for me, is, is the most pleasing. You take the three points, absolutely. But in a team that's struggled because they haven't been able to find the back of the net, this is something to build on, something for people like me to, oh. to cling on to. Honeymoon meanwhile over for Everton and Sean Dyche, I would suggest, Don. Yeah, he was looking for three home wins on the spin, didn't get it. He said after the game that they played well. I didn't see that performance. I thought they were very average. It wasn't the same level of performance that they certainly played on the opening game when they beat Arsenal. Um, I thought that was a, probably a learning lesson, I think, for Sean Dyche to, to make sure his players improve on because it wasn't a good performance. It was... You know, the, the passing weren't great. They didn't create a lot of chances. You know, they're desperately missing a centre-forward. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the board promised that Everton would sign a centre-forward in January window. Didn't deliver. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's never fit. More pay today. Just spent the whole game trying to wind centre-halves up. Forgot about getting hold of the ball and being an actual footballer. So, mm. you know, I think Sean Dyche back to the drawing board and trying to figure out what his best team is. All, all of those four teams at the bottom are in exactly the same position. Not one of them has got anybody who can put the ball in the back of the net. Right. And so, to try and sit here... game after goalkeeper. Sorry? Southampton's goalkeeper. Well, to sit here game after game and try and figure out <laughs> yeah. which team's going to win and lose is absolutely impossible. West Ham did just go four. I never, I wasn't talking about West Ham. He said, I said bottom the bottom four. four. Said bottom apologies. Four. Yeah. Apologies. Well, West Ham's fine. Wolves are fine. Leicester's fine. Right. It's the bottom four and maybe Forest. Right. Because they're the same to me. They, they don't have anybody who's a goal scorer. 
So all of these, all of these teams are on the same boat, and that's why it will be between those those five. Because I'm going to throw Forest in. Okay. Everybody else, in my opinion, is fine. Uh, the action continues in the Premier League on Sunday as Spurs uh, take on Chelsea. Both teams, of course, have had their trials and tribulations uh, this season. According to the bookie, Spurs are favourites. Uh, draw 11 to five. Chelsea coming to the tie at two to one. Uh, a reminder of Chelsea's former under Potter coming into this tie. Of course, they have been labouring of late. Struggling to get goals and uh, Potter, despite all the new signings that have been made. Frank, what are you expecting from this game from Chelsea? Them to have the ball and not be able to score again? Also, oh, I'm expecting a fantastic nil-nil, uh, you know, from a team who only think about defending and a, uh, and a team who's not able to score goals. So, what do you expect? Huh? Uh, again, for me, the season is over, you know, uh, the, just save yourself, the Blues, you know, to make sure you're not really gated and then rebuild from, uh, from there and, uh, and see what's going on last season, next season. But this season, I don't expect anything, really. What do you want to expect? You know, it's a big mess. Right I know, now, it's but just still, a it's a match, match. So, it's a game, uh, it's a chance to prove yourself. It's a right? Yeah, but it's a game, it's a game. Again, I answer to that, you know, Tottenham is a team who only think about defending and there's oh. only a, a, one plan is to defend. And you have Chelsea who try to score goals but cannot score goals. Therefore, I see a nil-nil. Oh, all right. Well, thank you very much, Frank. Do we want to talk about this game anymore? No, I don't think oh, so. You're welcome. Uh, let's talk about what will be an incredible <laughs> atmosphere at Wembley. Newcastle against Manchester United. Tens of thousands of Newcastle fans descending on the English capital ahead of this final, looking for their first domestic win since 1955. Uh, Don, with your Newcastle ways, you won't be able to sleep tonight. No, no, we're going to win it, Dan. Well, you're the we're only one who thinks so. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better being on your own than with a group of fools. So I'm going out there. Right. Uh, there's a lot of bias, obviously. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the you know, Nick Pope's going to be a massive loss. That sending off last week, I think, has dented all the Newcastle fans' hopes slightly. But there's still... I mean, my brother's been sending me, like, videos and, and, and pictures of Newcastle fans. They reckon there's going to be something like 40,000 inside Wembley. Some like 100,000 fans at Trafalgar Square. The scenes are amazing. They want to win the game. I think the biggest question mark is who's going to be in goal. And if Loris Karius is in goal, mm. I'm just desperately hoping for, for the human side of it. I'm hoping it's a Cinderella story. You know, it's, it's a huge ask. He's not played a game for two years. I think he'll play um, because there's no real options. And I hope he does well. Uh, quite a few people on Twitter were wanting you to make a comeback, Shaq which just shows the level of carriers. Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 uh, I've been uh, putting my skills of late, as you know, Dan. Listen, I, it's, it's a big ask for, for, for Newcastle. I, I understand the romantic side, well, Don's romantic side, in, in, in somehow fashioning a, a Newcastle win, but everything about this for me just, just, just says that it's, it's going to be Manchester United. I think Newcastle's problems for the last three or four months has been a, a failure to score goals with any kind of consistency. And you look on the back of, of well, both these teams, how they come into it. Newcastle on the back of that loss, Manchester United on the back of that come from behind win in the Europa League. I, I just feel that everything is, is working in, in Manchester United's favour. Tough to come up with a reason why Newcastle Dan. won. Stevie's talking, Frank. Yes. 
<laughs> he wasn't talking while I was when I started. <laughs> there was a blank, you know. I thought I had a chance. There was a little blank. So I said, okay, go for it. <laughs> go on, go, go, on, go, Frank, TV, go, go. Sorry. Okay, Frank. Uh. No, I think you know. I I just want to say that uh, I'm going to watch that game very um, carefully because it, it reminds me when I signed for Chelsea, the two biggest club at the time where I signed were Newcastle and Manchester United. They were fighting for uh, for for the title, you know, with uh, uh, the almighty Shaka, with Ginola, and so many others. And on the other side, you know, uh, uh, Cole Beckham and others. That was the the great the great. Greatest time, I think, for, for Newcastle. It's certainly one of the greatest for, for Manchester United. So I want to see something. I think, um, uh, you know, you want to see Newcastle maybe taking the revenge on that season where they had 14 points. They were 14 points ahead. They didn't get it well, because the famous enough. Cantona was keeping scoring and everything. But, but that's what it is. That's, that reminds me, uh, and I'm sorry that I, talk for, uh, I, I, I took the... Um, the, the liberty of talking instead of Stevie, but I think it uh, it reminds me of the 90s, you know, uh, in that final. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be nice. It should be cracking, of course. It is a final that you can see live here on ESPN Plus. Don will be pitch side in his Newcastle oh, pitch. Oh, oh, come on! Oh. <laughs> and Shaq has promised us an exciting tie. Yes, uh, for tomorrow. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if exciting is the way I describe my tomorrow's tie. Oh, but you just watch this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, of course, it's a great weekend of football for you. Uh, United against Newcastle kicks things off. Bayern Union Berlin tomorrow as well. And then it's United against West Ham, the FA Cup. Then it's a little matter of the Classico in the Copa del Rey, followed by Dortmund against Leipzig on Friday and Barca against Valencia next weekend. As always, uh, the boys stay late. We'll hear about Shaka's holiday on Extra Time. What? What? Be sure to check mm -hmm. it out over on our YouTube channel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Uh, let's welcome back, shall we, Frank and Don. He's got a very special moment now because it was Shaka's birthday, but of course he was away oh, yeah. celebrating his Ooh. birthday. So we thought, should oh, we get him a yes. cake? But no, because we know your body's a temple. That's right. So we thought we'd take a look back at some of Shaka's best what? bits over the years <laughs> with us. Yeah. <laughs> Time already. Fish. I'm ready. Good. Looking good. Vegas. Yeah, right, come. Our very own fashion show. There he is. Oh, 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 there's Monica. As far as, as Mourinho and Inter goes, I think it's a great appointment. What's it, Mourinho? Will do. Doesn't work. Who's going to win this fight? <laughs> Go so good. Let's go. Overall winners of Euro 2012, Shaka. The Dutch. How did the Shaka curse manage to get the Dutch from World Cup finalists to no points in two years? It has become too powerful. Would you like to change your mind, Shaka, when you say that Messi can't be regarded as the greatest of all time until he wins the World Cup? We've addressed this many times, Dan. Stop trying to wind me up. Is he now the greatest oh, right. of all time? I'll be happy to have that discussion with you, Dan, when the time is right. <laughs> Not, not today, Gav. Shaka, jump, jump, Shaka, jump. Shaka. Yeah. Where's your tooth? I left it on my desk. <laughs> you can't work out what it is. Shaka Hirsol, who was due to be on Friday's extra time, but what happened, Shaq? A door's gone. So who's the chaff? Where you not come? What? Little chaff boy. <laughs> I got attacked by a goat. I'm like, this with the goat, like, what happened to the goat? And then, who? If you're wondering who he's saying who to, it's the person in his ear. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> John, John, copy right, copy left. <laughs> Shaka, you are famous for not paying for air conditioning. Do the show from home, right? If you do the show, okay, you should see how honest I am. Shaka it up. Well, I certainly feel very relaxed after my trip to Barbados, but I also caught up with a few friends and what should be familiar faces while I was there. Calm down, ladies. There we yeah. are. Oh, <laughs> Frank Topless. No! Push it! Push it! Push it! Push it! Push it! Adrian! <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Yes! Yes! I, I still have your shirt. <laughs> to start. <laughs> you were in his book? Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll sign you book yeah, for you yeah, if you yeah. like. <laughs> have you ever scored on me? I think so, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you see. I actually score in a cup competition against this guy. Hey, Shaq. Shaq. It's always been Shaq. remember that, Shaq? 2005 FIFA ratings. Uh-huh. What is Shaka's pace? Ali Moreno was 56. Mm -hmm. Shaka Hislop. 65. What? <laughs> yes, here, here we go. go. I was good. No! 
How much would you say that costs? Three pounds. <laughs> Hold a second. I'm getting a cramp. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's a dog reading a book. So, of course, the game had to be stopped because of the weather. Did Shaka predict great weather today? <laughs> wow. Happy birthday, Shaq. I work hard Bravo. for this show. Hey? I, I work look hard for this show. Look at, look, at, look at all the things I put myself through. Frank, when were you with when were you topless with, with Shaka? Where was that from? Yeah. Uh, we were in Jamaica. I think we had a golf tournament and uh, and we had a beautiful time over there and uh, that was great. Shaka, we should go back there. Ba was Barbados. We were with Barbados. We were. Was it Barbados? Uh, yeah. Went to Barbados. That was Barbados. That was Barbados. Hey, lovely. Half the things you were either sitting on something or lying on your bike. No, yeah. I, I made it look easy, Steve. Oh. You settled it. Uh, um, and what was what was worse, camel or elephant? Ooh. Oh, the elephant. I don't know, I well, like Tommy that. was next to you. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't sure about the elephant. Right. That was a long way up. Well, it was going to eat. Saying that, camel was a little unsteady, you know. You didn't look very happy on the camel. No, no, <laughs> I take that back, the elephant. Yeah. The elephant, the elephant was better. Yeah. Camel was hard, camel was scary, man. Yeah, I man. thought it was going to fall off. Riding a camel is hard work, Steve. Yeah, yeah but these, these are the things I do for the well, you put know. your body on the line. It's a tough job, job, but yeah. somebody's got to do it and all that. <laughs> Tommy looked like your little child. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. it, was, it was very good. That is it then. Uh, uh, that brings us to the end of today's show. Next time, bring cake. Never mind hey, that. Never mind. Thank you, Thank you, Shaka. That was nice. Thanks, Steve. Thank, Thank you. You're a brave man. He's Thank not you. leaving. Very brave. <laughs> all right. Extra time's next. <laughs>
That has nothing to do with me. No, but no. they've hardwired into the garage, they've put like a Wi-Fi box right above me head. Right. And I'm using a MacBook Air for the first time. I've got my very own laptop. I've never owned one before in my life. So I feel as though I'm making progress because I am like hopeless at tech, as you know. Did they ask for cash? Yes. Yes, of course they <laughs> <laughs> They do look better, though. 90 quid better. Well, you haven't seen him for weeks. Well, look, he looks better than I remember him. <laughs> hey, Shaq, by the way, oh. by the way, Riley's called. He wants his life back. Oh, life of Riley. I, 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 I don't understand. I don't oh, we, understand. Need, we need a trip. And how are you, Frank? Excuse me? How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. I just came back from... Uh, uh, two two CDs where we where I was on stage yesterday last night yes. and tomorrow I'm going to be on stage again tomorrow afternoon in Lille. Oh. So it's nice and uh, and thank you for asking. Oh, thank you very much. I've only been to one CD. Frank's been to two CDs. I've been to Frank's one, but you're giving me a hard time. Frank's working. He's on tour. I was producer, comedian. I was. He's all I was these creating content for future shows. Yeah, right, Shaq. You're networking. For the boys, without Maris, <laughs> Bernardo and De Bruyne in the lineup, Man City look fast and dangerous. Is it time for those older players to take a back seat to players like Foden <laughs> and Alvarez? Uh, what says you, Don? Nah, I can't see it. I mean, it's Bournemouth, isn't it? I mean, you, if you can't beat Bournemouth with. You know, a few players coming in for lads that were rested. Nah, I, I always find it stuck. I mean, I was stunned the other week down when Tottenham played Man City and he put De Bruyne on the bench. I mean, you know, I don't know whether Pep was being sarcastic, but he got asked the question. He went, yeah, tactical. Mm. Well, I mean, De Bruyne is one of the best in the world, so it couldn't have been. For Frank, start, bench or sell? Ready? Saka, yeah. Rashford, Vinicius Jr. Ooh. I'm glad you said Frank only. Well, well uh, Vinicius Jr. to start. Saka on the bench. And I'm sorry, even if I think he has a very good season. Oh, no. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so hard to say that I want to say Rashford. The guy scores every game. He scores a goal, you know. So... No, I go Vinicius Junior, Rashford, and Saka. Wow. I'm sorry for the Gunners. Don? I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, of course, you know, I will make uh, something bad, you know, of course. Of course. Don? Nah, it's evil, isn't it? I think I'd go along with Frank. I think I'd start Vinicius Junior, bench Rashford, because he's still going to get the goals come off the bench. But it's harsh on Saka, isn't it? It's an evil question. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's evil. That's yeah. evil. Vinny starts. <laughs> Sack is based and you sell Rashford. You sell Rashford? Hi. Oh. I'm not so sure. Well, let's be, let's be honest. Goal, let's, let's be honest here. Rashford is you, uh, Rashford is, a, is right now in a purple patch. Right. So you so you're <laughs> What you sell them for you, then? <laughs> because you're going to play, you're going to play the, because you're going to play the other two before him, and you'll get a lot of money for for a guy who, when his purple patch is over, might revert back to the old Rashford. Oh, that's why you sell him. You got a purple patch today on you? There you go. You got, yeah. You're very purple. Today. Okay. You're two purple, purple patches. Today. Stevie, d during the during the show, Stevie, you were complaining about the the team weren't scoring goals. Where you have a player who's been scoring goals games after games, you know, for like, I don't know, uh, two months after the World Cup. He's on fire right now. 
money back. Well invested, very well invested, Don. Oh, look at me with my MacBook. Hey, Don. Look at me with my MacBook. Don. Hey, Don. I hope you kept that guy's phone number. I'll tell you what. You could not have oh, any better. Oh, goodness. That is magnificent. Oh, oh right. Oh, that's so bad. We can just end it now. It's not going to get any better. We can't beat that. Oh, I'll to throw we are 1,000 bucks in the window. Yes, oh yeah, God. exactly. Oh uh, uh, why do Real Madrid, Stevie, seem to come out for La Liga matches flat most of the time, but for Champions League they seem to be much sharper? As former pros, why is that? Any rhyme or reason or just one of those things with this squad this season? Do you know, any pro will tell you how difficult it is to figure that one out. Right. Because it's happened to all of us. But for some reason, you don't have it. And then sometimes there's the lot of you don't have it, and it's... Nobody's ever come up with the answer. Right. Nobody. Oh. I, I, I just kind of feel like Real Madrid's history is tied to the Champions League so, so closely, you know? And, and I, I think you can... Well, Real Madrid, you can you can get away with being what was it seven points behind Barcelona or something so if you if you continue to, to be outstanding in the Champions League, right. and, and the players kind of know that and and, and kind of respond to that, you know, and, and so I, that's why I think you see Real Madrid. And there's a different taste in the air when it's a Champions League game at the Bernabeu compared to a La Liga match. There you are. That's my insights. Oh, well. to it all. But the, see, the other uh, thing you, is, well, you, you say that as though you lived there or something. Well, I did, Shaq. Oh, oh, five years, man. The reason. Man and boy. <laughs> man and boy. When was Shaka, the man back? Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> That's what bullshit. Shaka. I don't, I don't understand. I don't that. Was that right? Um, what was that right? We still I don't there. understand why you answer. <laughs> uh, no, I want to know. I want to know why Shaka is answering that question. He, according to him, he said he didn't watch any game during his holidays, so yeah. oh, he doesn't wow. know what happened with, between Real Madrid and Liverpool. So, you know, I, I wasn't talking uh, about any so, one game yeah. specifically. Wow. I was talking generally. Like, oh, Shaq. Ah, that's all right. On your birthday oh, week yeah. as well. That's all right. That's all right. Who's only between you and Frank? Frank, I'm, oh. I'm still in my 40s, I am. That's not according to some newspaper reports that I saw. I'm still 40s-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Don is back. Please, please, tell me you guys are winding me up. Please, no, you're not. Oh, it's just oh, a birthday. I've got, I've got me, I've got my own MacBook. I've got my MacBook. Oh, you know why you wanted cash? Get the money back. Ask for the money back. Oh, man. Don't worry, you can just take your receipt back. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have a receipt. No. Stevie! <laughs> Simeone was able to get a point off Madrid with 10 men away from home and with a worse squad than Liverpool. Is it time for FSG to huh. replace Klopp with the best paid coach no. in the world? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Oh, wow, I'm not going from Klopp it's to too Simeone. Soon. It's no, too soon. Stevie is sensitive. Absolutely. So, can you imagine getting Simeone as your manager? What? Having watched what Liverpool have done over the last, what, five years? Yeah. And then you get Simeone in. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to ask Salah <laughs> to, play, to play defensive right-hand side or something? Defensive right-hand side? Yeah, is that defensive right-hand side. <laughs> 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 no, look, look at Joe Felix. You imagine... I mean, you, 
Oh, God, seriously. Simeone, managing Liverpool. Uh, no, thank you. For the Palace game, you had to come to the studio to yes. do something. So yeah. I'm in the room there with Stevie alone. Something happens. He's up shouting at the screen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. I can't be in a room alone with Stevie watching, uh, I know. watching, it's pointy, watching yeah. Liverpool. Should, but, but thankfully, nothing happened. We should sell tickets. We, uh, absolutely. I'm just imagine for that Liverpool Real Madrid game. People would pay good money to oh. sit with Stevie and watch that. <laughs> I was actually very quiet. <laughs> I was. What did, what did Eleanor say when she came in? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she knew it was 3 2, and right. she went out, right? She came back in, and it was 4 2. And she just walked in and she went and turned and looked at I was sitting there and she looked at the telly. She went, 4 2. And I went, aye. And she went, well, it could be good or bad. And then walked in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I still can't figure that out. What does that oh, mean? Oh, goodness. Oh, that could be good or bad. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, goodness. And I told me. you, by the way, I, I missed I miss the uh, the first goal. Yes. The they actually Darwin didn't. Goal. No, 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 no. The Vinny's, Vinny's, Vinny's right. goal. Right. It was 2 0. Yes. And then I can walk in and, and guess where she stood? <laughs> Right in, in front, front of the telly. telly. Right. Right? And so I turned the I turned the volume down. She stood there, right? Right. I've absolutely no idea what she was saying. Because I was doing this all the time. I was trying to see over her shoulder, right? <laughs> and I just kind of went, aye, aye, aye. She turned round and went like that. And it was 2-1. Uh, I never even saw the goal. I had to wait. And I couldn't. Paramount Plus, right? You can't rewind it. Right. So, I had to wait about five minutes before they replayed the goal. Oh. I didn't even know what happened. That's oh, a good goal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon. You can't soon. rewind it. Oh, Paramount Plus, no. Yeah. I couldn't rewind it. Oh, oh that's right. Peacock's the same. You can't even rewind it. Oh, dear. Don't, the game's don't, on. Don't know somebody you can yeah, wire it for. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Because your grand. Don't got something, yeah, you can rewind it. He, he, he paid $1,000 cash. <laughs> <laughs> you rewind on you. Okay, Stevie, here we go. If you had to pick between Martinez and Ramos for a final, who would you pick? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Ramos? Yeah, yeah. You had a right go at Martinez yesterday. Yeah. No, because Volley was making up nonsense. Right. He didn't like the fact that I told him that Martinez hadn't started half the games. But it's a World Cup, right? So he came up with this nonsense. Oh, he's been injured. He, he, he didn't know that at all. He was just trying to argue. Right. He's played, what, nine out of the last 11 games for United. Can you tell me, right, if Martinez is that good, why Luke Shaw's been playing left centre-back and he's been sitting on the bench? Well, because they arrested him. He just came back from the World Cup. <laughs> they arrested him. Well, he's going to play tomorrow, isn't he? The biggest game of United. <laughs> oh, yeah, the biggest game of the season for United tomorrow. He's going to play. That justifies... The biggest game of the season. Every game's the biggest game of the season. Similarly, I was told the other night that Barcelona was the biggest game of the season. Well, it's better than that. No, no, tomorrow's the biggest game of the season. Oh, it's the biggest game of the season up till this. Yeah, exactly. Up to that point. Now it's tomorrow. Now it's the biggest, the biggest game. It's funny how all these... Funny how all these... Second-tier trophies are the biggest games... Don't fall into that trap, Biggest you know? games on the planet now. <laughs> the Europa League. The, 
He got it fallen to you. The guy to play, on, on your right is, is looking for cup. you. Stevie, the guy on your right is looking for you. <laughs> oh. you know, don't, don't fall into this trap. Oh, but he trips himself up all the time. When? He was trying to convince me that Barcelona Man United was a better game to watch than Liverpool Real Madrid the other night. Well. I mean, seriously, I know, this is I a know, kind of nonsense yes. that he comes out with. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, it was deadly serious. Absolutely. It was deadly serious. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Barcelona United is going to be far better. Yeah, right. It was better quality. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my. Defensively. Oh, oh, I, oh yes, I, yes, I, it's fantastic. Okay. Aye, aye. Right, start, bench or sell? Uh-oh. Stevie's dog walking vest. <laughs> Shaka's carnival outfit. Or oh. the fish costume that chased Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Have you seen Chaka's carnival outfit? No, we haven't. We have to use our imagination. Think oh, feathers. Speedos. I, I didn't have any feathers. <laughs> feathers. I didn't have any feathers. Feathers and speedos. I had this really odd kind of glitter. orange and glitter. black tiger shorts thingy. The little odd. So not... You were Tony the Tiger. <laughs> no, I said I had this orange strange <laughs> thing. Was it great? <laughs> it, was, it was a little odd, but no feathers. You're telling me you never took one picture? Nope. Done. God, it's, like, it's like back in the day, Steve. Oh, like... <laughs> no, yeah, nobody yeah, took to any pictures yeah. anywhere. Uh, what, what are we doing here then, Don? What are you starting? Stevie's dog walking jacket? <laughs> I don't know. I want, to, I want to ask Shaco at the carnival, what was the best, I don't know what you call it, like the mannequin things that they make up, what was the best one you've seen? It's not Guy Fawkes. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they, what are they called? I don't know what they're called. They, they are costumes. I, 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 I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't see any dog. What were you Were doing? you actually there, Shaco? Huh? So, no, so, so, there's a special competition for the big, big costumes. Yes. That's not a part of... Of your... Of where I... Uh, where do you go? VIP. I went into port. I went... I, w I was... A, no, 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 I was with a band, band called Bliss is my band, but that <laughs> is... Band? Well, the, a band? Well, the band I played with. I didn't know you played in a band. Oh, I played. Oh. No, where is it? It's called a carnival band, so it's not not like a music band or anything of sort. Well, what sort of band is it if it's not a music band? It's a big carnival. <laughs> everybody's dressed similarly. It's a big band. It's called a carnival band. Everybody's thousands of people. Like a group? Yeah, a club. A cult? Not a club. You go parade. Thousands of people go parade in the streets. Do you, play any, do you play any musical instruments in it? If I play, no. So it's not a band, is it? Not a band. Then. Well, it's called a carnival. That's what it's called. <laughs> I didn't name it. It's called a carnival band. That's what it's called. It's, it's well, some sort of hiking. Well, that's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> Call it a band, and it's not a band. <laughs> He's in some sort of cult. Look at me. Move on. Look, I'm wasting my time. I played in a group. Oh the greatest show on earth. There was thousands of us, but very great. We didn't sing. You're a lower in music. Tone. My band. But it's, here, it was but it's my group. It's my a band. band. My band. It's called a, it's yeah. a collection of people. Right. Thousands of people. Okay. So there's a lot of you. All dressed similarly, parading yeah. through the streets. Everyone was dressed as a tiger. All dressed similarly. Right. Parading through the streets. And what was the name of the band? Bliss. That's my band. And what sort of music did they play? I played trombone. Oh, I, yeah. I played trombone. There Move you on. Go. Right. Show us a bit of trombone. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Josh has got a trombone now. Oh, oh what a lovely no. sound that is in the house. <laughs> yeah. Why has he got a trombone? Well, that's what he chose to play. Why did you give him a choice? Well, because at school they say, what do you want to play? And he said trombone. <laughs> because he's a good father. He said, son, what do you... It's all right. I support <laughs> your every decision. You want to play trombone? He won't come out of his case. For no, fair Yeah, don't worry about that. You want to play trombone, son? I support you. You, you, you. you three people are completely crazy right now. You know, it's almost midnight. I'm listening to a show. You know, it's like Saturday night show. There we go. Don can't hear us. His audio's gone. But there we are, that is it. <laughs> uh, we'll say, oh, uh, hey! say goodbye here. Did we work out, because this is part of our Shaka head Beautiful, Frank. Hey, Frank, did you shave that, or are you just naturally... Beautiful. Uh... Oh, don't ask, don't ask Frank about it. No, no, I'm, tr- not, I'm not I, sure I, where I that trim. is, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not a toy show. I trim. I you trim, my dear. You trim. There you are. I trim. Right, okay. Let's get away from Frank's manscaping. Move on, move on quickly. <laughs> there we go. Are they people in your band in the audience? Yeah. They're welcome to be in my band. ESPN FC back on your screens tomorrow. I'll be back again. The Carabao Cup final. The Sandra Martinez to shine. Biggest game of the season. I'm wearing a tie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 